Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Bismillah, alhamdulillah. Salatu wa salamu ala rasulillah. Wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man wala. Amma ba'd. Brothers and sisters, in the last few weeks, we have been speaking about a very important quality of the successful believer and that is the quality of firmness and steadfastness to remain firm and steadfast on the path to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we've mentioned verses of the Quran where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks of this great quality and how it is a gift granted by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala but it is something that is sought by the believers and actually in our every salah every rak'ah of every salah when we recite fatiha this is essentially what we are asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guide us to the straight path and so this has a number of meanings. One is if a person is away from the path that leads to the pleasure of Allah, they are asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bring them onto the path. But if a person is already on that path, then they are asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to keep them firm and steadfast on that path. And this is why Rasulullah sallallahu wasallam, despite being a guide and despite being upon guidance by testimony of Allah, وَإِنَّكَ لَتَهْدِي إِلَىٰ صِرَاطٍ مُسْتَقِيمٍ Allah says to Rasulullah Verily you are a guide to the straight path. But even then the guide himself has to stand five times a day in every rak'ah of his salah in obligation. And he will say and ask of Allah اِهْدِنَا الصِّرَاطَ الْمُسْتَقِيمٍ And actually Rasulullah when he received revelation of Surah Hud and Surah Hud is the surah where Allah mentions the stories of previous prophets and messengers. He mentions Nuh salam, he mentions Hud salam, mentions Salih, he mentions Ibrahim, he mentions Lut and Musa salam. These are the main Anbiya. Shu'aib is also mentioned. The stories of the Anbiya that are in the Quran relating to their call to Allah have all been sort of summarized and gathered in surah. Hud and likewise in Surah Al-Qasas and so after mentioning all of these stories to Rasulullah and we said that one of the key components or key elements or tools that we have to remain steadfast on the deen of Allah is the Quran because Quran was revealed in order to make the heart of Rasulullah firm and Quran is shifa, it is a cure from ailments, from spiritual ailments. So these doubts and desires that can, as we've said previously, can lead a person away from the path of Allah. Quran cures these. And so after mentioning these stories of Anbiya, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, فَاسْتَقِمْ كَمَا أُمِرْتِ Remain firm and steadfast and persevere as you have been commanded. وَمَنْ تَابَ مَعَكْ And those who 
have repent. This is not a command only to Rasulullah to all those who believe also. And do not transgress, do not move away from the path, do not cross the boundaries. Allah is aware of what you do, He sees what you do. And so it is said that when Rasulullah received revelation of Surah Hud, that that was the first time white hair appeared on the head of Rasulullah and so Sahabi asked and said, Ya Rasulullah, what is this white hair? And he said the famous statement, Shayyabatni Hudun, that the revelation of Surah Hud has made my hair go white. And ulama said, this is the most burdensome verse in that surah. Allah said, remain steadfast as you have been commanded. And all of these previous messengers that I am telling you tales of or accounts of, have been steadfast. Nuh was steadfast. Hud was steadfast. Salih was steadfast. And you will make challenges. And you will meet obstacles in your way. But you have to remain steadfast. Allah said, فَاسْتَقِمْ كَمَا أُمِرْتُ Remain firm and persevere as you have been commanded. This is a command of Allah. There is no choice. Meaning the believer cannot one day be on obedience and the other day, you know, often we kind of and we, we, we legitimize it or justify it by saying, you know, just have a balance. It is not balance to worship Allah one day and to be disobedient to Allah the other. To worship Allah one moment intentionally and then to break His command the other moment intentionally. This is not a balance. In our mind it is a balance. I'm doing some halal, some command, some obligation, but I'm also doing a little bit of haram, but it's okay. I'm creating a balance. The balance is to remain steadfast and firm on all the commands of Allah and to stay away from all prohibitions. Yes, the option is if you are going through a difficult time, those voluntary actions that you used to do in your time of ease, you can drop them. And Allah will give you the reward. For example, somebody is sick or somebody is traveling or somebody is uh, going through a difficult time and they give up some of the things that they used to do previously, voluntary deeds. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will grant you the reward. Because Allah knows of your situation. And it happened to Rasulullah. At times, Umm uh, Aisha says that Rasulullah would not wake up for tahajjud for any reason. And so he would offer what he prayed in tahajjud usually at night, he would offer it during, during the day. So those 11 or 13 rak'ah that Rasulullah generally would pray at night. So Allah said, remain firm, persevere as you have been commanded. فَاسْتَقِمْ كَمَا أُمِرْتَ وَمَنْ تَابَ مَعَكَ And those who are with you, those who have repented with you, those who have believed with you, they are also commanded to remain steadfast. وَلَا تَطْغَوْ Do not cross the boundaries. طَغَى is to do what? To transgress. وَلَا تَطْغَوْ Allah is aware. He sees what you are doing, your actions. And then Allah says, Not only are you commanded not to transgress, you are also commanded not to be in the company of those who transgress. Lest that the punishment 
that befalls them will also befall you. And if the punishment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala befalls you, Allah says, وَمَا لَكُمْ مِن دُونِ اللَّهِ مِنْ أَوْلِيَاءَ ثُمَّ لَا تُنْصَرُونَ That you will find no helpers other than Allah. No support and no protection and no safety from the punishment of Allah if it comes unto you. And so these are very stern or burdensome verses. But the ones that I would like to the few verses that I would like to share with you today and perhaps we can all together think about their meanings in relation to remaining steadfast because we talked a great deal about steadfastness, what it means to be firm, what are the tools, we said, you know, the firm belief in Allah, worship of Allah in general, the remembrance of Allah, being obedient to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, staying away from sins, dua, and asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us steadfast because ultimately it is in his control. Guidance is guidance is what? The property and belonging of Allah. No one has been given guidance. Not even Rasulullah. And Allah very clearly said to him, You cannot guide those whom you love. It is not in your hand or in your control. It is Allah who guides whom he wills. But he guides those who set on the path of guidance. Because Allah is not unjust and it is not a random selection. Rather Allah selects precisely those who, take the, who make the effort and put themselves on the path. And so dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is very important. A deep connection with the Quran is very important. All of these things have been mentioned. And last week we said that being patient in the face of trials and tribulations is very important because Allah says that I will test you and small tests will come your way and every time you overcome that test and that challenge and you remain firm in the face of that test and that challenge then what happens Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala strengthens your resolve so the next test although it will become more difficult but you have the challenge that is to come will become more difficult, but you have been prepared for it. And you have trained for it. You know, just like athletes or anybody, right? They go from one stage to the next. Education, children, our children go from, go from one stage to the next. And so every time they pass a test, they pass an exam, they are preparing themselves for something to come that, is, that will be more difficult. And so having this in the face of challenges and adversity, firm belief in Allah, and this is what we spoke about last week, firm belief that the situation I am in comes from Allah. Number one, none can change it except for Allah. Number two, Allah has placed me in this situation not because he loves me or not because he hates me. Rather, Allah wants to see what I do in this situation. Will I remain truthful in my claim that I am a servant of Allah or will I diverge away from the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? So this is a test. It is not a granting whether it is a goodness or badness. It has nothing to do with whether, whether Allah loves you or doesn't. 
affluence Allah gave to Fir'aun, he did not love him. He gave it to Sulaiman, he loved him. And so, in times of challenges and adversities and things that we do not like, when they appear in our life, we are shaken, our, our iman is shaken. And that opens the door for shaitan to come with his wasawis and whispers. And so, one very important voice, uh, verse of the Qur'an in relation to this is the, f the, the closing verse of Surah Ali Imran. And again, these are very, the, the, the closing verses of Ali Imran, when they were revealed to Rasulullah he spent his whole night in worship. And then in the morning he said, woe to the one who reads these verses and does not contemplate them. And we all know, we hear him often in Salah, إِنَّ فِي خَلْقِ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ وَاخْتِلَافِ اللَّيْلِ وَالنَّهَارِ لَآيَاتٍ لِأُولِي الْأَلْبَابِ That in the creation of the heavens and the earth and the interchanging of uh, the night and the day are clear signs for the people of intellect, people who contemplate these signs. Those who remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala qiyaman wa qu'udan wa ala junubihim standing, lying, sitting, and they contemplate and ponder over the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And they say that, Ya Allah, you have not created this in vain. Glory be to you. So protect us from hellfire. And anyway, Allah mentions their du'as. Um, you know, if you want to refer to it, it is the last few verses of, the closing verses of Ali Imran. But at the end, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, لَا يَغُرَّنَّكَ تَقَلُّبُ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا فِي الْبِلَادِ Do not be deceived by the affluence of the disbelievers in the land. You know, they're living comfortably. They seem like they're having a good time. They're having a ball. But do not be deceived by it, Allah says. Don't be deceived by the fact that disbelievers are enjoying their life and nothing is happening to them. Allah says, Mata'un qalil. It is a temporary enjoyment, short enjoyment, short entertainment. ثُمَّ مَأْوَاهُمْ جَهَنَّمْ And then they will enter hellfire. وَبِئْسَ الْمِهَادِ And it is a, a bad dwelling place. لَكِنِ الَّذِينَ اتَّقَوْ رَبَّهُمْ As for those who fear their Lord, are conscious of their Lord. لَكِنِ الَّذِينَ اتَّقَوْ رَبَّهُمْ لَهُمْ جَنَّاتٌ تَجْرِي مِنْ تَحْتِهَا الْأَنْهَارُ خَالِدِينَ فِيهَا Allah doesn't speak about any reward in this world. He says, when you come to me, when you are re resurrected for an eternal life, then the reward of those who are righteous and who are God-fearing and God-conscious, جَنَّاتٌ تَجْرِي مِنْ تَحْتِهَا الْأَنْهَارِ Gardens under which rivers flow, خَالِدِينَ فِيهَا Remaining and abiding in Jannah for eternity. نُزُلًا مِنْ عِنْدِ اللَّهِ An entertainment or a hosting from Allah. وَمَا عِنْدَ اللَّهِ خَيْرٌ لِلْأَبْرَارِ And that which is with Allah is better for the righteous. Abrar comes from birr, righteousness. People who are obedient to Allah. Meaning in comparison to what I have given in this world to the disbelievers who seemingly are enjoying life, what I have retained for those who are righteous and God-fearing is far better. خَيْرٌ وَأَبْقَى In another verse, Allah says, 
It is better in quality and it is everlasting. And then Allah says, Some of the people who have received previous scriptures, Jews and Christians, they believe in Allah. They believe in what was revealed to you and what was revealed to them. This is the condition for somebody from the people of the book to be accepted by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to gain the reward. And actually they get double the reward if they believe in the message of Musa and then the message of Muhammad. Or believe in the message of Isa and then when they become aware of it, the message of Muhammad. Allah says, Those will be granted their reward with their Lord. In Allah Allah is swift in rendering accounts. Meaning that do not think this is going to come after a long time. It is a far-fetched idea. This is coming and it is coming swiftly. And then Allah says, Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu sbiru wa sabiru wa rabitu. All three, these three words have similar meanings or they all come from the same root word and that is to be patient, to persevere and to be firm. In easy words, isbiru, be patient. Wasabiru, persevere. Warabitu and remain firm. And there are many <coughs> meanings to these to the to these words, but we want to select the meanings that are connected to our subject matter, which is remaining steadfast and remaining firm on obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so the first one is sabr. Sabr we all know it, which is patience. So Allah says, Sabiru, isbiru, isbiru, be patient. And we spoke about this last week that you are going to face challenges. You are going to, things are not going to go your way. Be patient. When you face difficulty, be patient. And you will be rewarded by Allah. How are you rewarded by Allah? Number one is He increases you in guidance and steadfastness and strengthens your resolve. So the challenges that will come later, you will remain firm. Not like the one who is not firm and shakes just like a leaf, whatever the situation and uh, 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 the circumstances take him, he goes. The believer is firm and we gave the example of a mountain previously. But regardless where the wind is blowing, the mountain remains in its place. Which side the wind is blowing from. So isbiru, face in the, uh, be patient in the face of challenges. Wasabiru. Musabara is to be patient also. But this is a different type of patience. And this is why it is translated as persevering. It is being patient in the face of your enemy. Musabara requires somebody else. You have to have an adversary. Somebody in front of you. And you are asked to be more patient than them. So they're going to make an effort and struggle. And you are asked to make a greater effort and a greater struggle. Wasabiru. And this, this meaning is true for, uh, it was true in the time of Rasulullah and, and until the day of Qiyamah in the face of the physical enemy. Right? So when the enemy uh, is coming and attacking, it requires firmness in order to repel them. But it's more important in terms of this, the, the spiritual enemy which is shaitan 
and the nafs because they are always on the attack. And shaitan has many ways, right? The first one is that he, he wants to get you to disbelieve. Kufr is his ultimate goal. If he can't get you to do that, then he wants bid'ah, that you think you are on the right path, but you're not. Innovation. This is the greatest sin after kufr. And then, if he can't get you to do that, he will make you do major sins. If he can't get you to do that, then he will indulge you in minor sins. If he can't do minor sins, then he does what? He sends his armies of shayateen and they are constantly whispering in your mind. And you are being pulled left, right. Although you are doing what you can to refrain from sin, but you have to struggle against these wasawis and shaitan and different types. And this is what sabiru in the face of the enemy. Warabitu, not only that you remain steadfast and tie your hands, ribat is to actively work against the enemy, actively fight the enemy. And so this requires what? Certain actions. You can't sit idle and say, well, I'm not going to commit sin. No, you have to obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this requires a certain level of strength and firmness. And this is why Rasulullah says that making wudu in cold nights, or rather in cold weather, and kathratul khuta ila al-masajid, walking excessively to the masjid, wantidharul salati ba'da salah, and remaining in the masjid waiting for one prayer after you've just completed one, Rasulullah says, فَذَلِكُمُ الرِّبَاطِ وَرَابِطُ That is being stationary and firm and established, that you do not allow the enemy to overcome you. And yes, it has meanings relating to the jihad and the struggle in the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But jihad is not, the, the physical jihad with the enemy is not something that is constantly directed towards a person. But the jihad against the nafs and against the shaitan, and to actively repel shaitan and repel the wasawis, the, the whispering of shaitan and the calling of the nafs, this requires action. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Wattaqullah. All of these are actions. Sabr is action. Musabara is action. Being patient is an action. And persevering is an action. And being firm and remaining, standing your ground is also an action. And all of it has to be done with what? Actions are only of value if you have the right state of heart and state of mind. He says, And be conscious of Allah or fear Allah so that you may be successful. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to enlighten our minds with the teachings of the Quran and to enable us to uh, live our lives accordingly.